Welcome back, my friends. I have another fabulous guest for you on the podcast today. If you are a woman who has had a baby, intends to have a baby, or knows someone who's going to have a baby or has just had one, then you're definitely going to want to listen up. Our guest today is my friend and my physical therapist, Sarah Nichols. And I have learned so much from her about my body and how it's supposed to work and where things might have gone wrong and how to fix them. If you've been following along, I've been struggling with some lower back problems for a very long time, and she's been helping me basically recover through those. Sarah was a licensed physical therapy assistant for 13 years, and she just loves to continue to educate and help women get their bodies back by improving their foundation. There's so many things that we're not taught about how to recover from pregnancy so that we don't have problems later that a lot of the things that most of us are experiencing in our 30s, 40s, 50s, beyond actually can stem back to what happened to our bodies while we were pregnant. There was a lot going on, and most of us did not have the knowledge or the skills to recover from that properly. We just didn't know what we didn't know. So Sarah's going to talk to us about kind of getting back to those root cause of problems and what to do about it and how to find help. You're going to love this interview, and you're going to love her as much as I do. So let's go. Welcome back to the No Nonsense Wellness Podcast, the place for women who are trying to do all the things and stay healthy, sane, and actually enjoy life in the process. Hey, I'm Tara, a trained therapist, a life coach, a nutrition coach, and a fitness instructor, and I'm on a mission to help you take back control of your mind, health, and life. Each week, I'll be cutting through the nonsense and getting real with you. I'll bring you the insight and information you need to take control of your weight and health, find food freedom, and finally break free from the thoughts that are sabotaging you and holding you back. You, my friend, are powerful, and the world needs you to start showing up in a bigger way. It's time to get unstuck and start moving forward. So let's pop in those earbuds, tie up those shoes, let's walk and talk. Before we get started today, I just want to give you a quick personal message. There's been a lot of change going on around here at No Nonsense Wellness, and one of the changes is the Healthy Mind, Healthy Body program. It's still there. It's online at terrafalman.com. You should definitely check it out. One thing I want you to know is that the program, the huge, enormous, hundreds of videos and worksheets and workbook uh, program is still there, but it is at a very discounted price because the coaching piece I'm not doing right now. So if you want to take that program for a crazy deal without the community coaching piece, this is the time to do it. Jump on it. Summer is coming. It's a great time to kind of get a hold of your relationship with food and really start tackling those things. And it's a program that you pay once. You get to keep forever. You can keep referring back to it as long as you need to. So if you haven't checked it out yet, go check it out. You'll love the price. It's a little ridiculous, but I really want you guys to just have this information. All right, so check it out at terrafalman.com. Okay, welcome back, my friends. I'm so happy you're here. I have a fun guest for you today, my physical therapist and good friend, Sarah Nichols. Sarah, how are you today? 
Hi, I'm good. How are you? I am great. We, I'm excited to talk to you. Um, those of you who don't know me personally, don't know Sarah personally, probably either. And I want you to know that she is my physical therapist. So if you've been listening for a while, you know that I'm dealing with back problems like all the time. Hopefully at the time of airing this episode, I'm better. That would be great. Yeah. (laughs) But Sarah is someone that I have learned so much from about how my body works and or doesn't work as the case may be. And I want you guys to learn from Sarah too, because I just think she's a wealth of knowledge and just, I'll let you introduce yourself in a sec, Sarah, but I have been to a lot of physical therapists in my life and most of them are just sort of like, here, do these five exercises, call me in the morning. Right. Mm-hmm. But one thing that I really appreciate about you, Sarah, is that I learn from you. I learn and understand my body and that's a totally different experience. So I like to say in this podcast, right, I'm always trying to teach women about their minds. How does their mind work? How does their body work? Because I can, I can hear all the do this and don't do that, but it doesn't connect unless I understand why. And that's just one thing that I really appreciate about you is that you help me understand the why. Oh, that's perfect. That's the goal. (laughs) Good, good. Uh, So why don't you tell us a little bit about you? How did you get into this? Okay. Um, so it was a long time ago that, um, I was not happy with my current job working at a bank and I always felt that I had a purpose in life to help people. And, um, I was injured. Actually, I got attacked by a dog and bit my hand and it severed a nerve. I had to have surgery. And then six months later, he attacked me again and bit into my arm. So I had a lot of nerve pain and muscle weakness and scar tissue. And it just brought me to physical therapy for my hand. And I loved the environment. I loved um, the casualness and the things that I learned from the therapist. And so not being happy with my job, wanting a career, I just wanted to check out physical therapy, went to get my brakes fixed and uh, was desperate for a job. The guy's like, well, I call in a physical therapy clinic. So why don't you give me your resume? And if it doesn't work out for the front office, we'll call you. So a month later, they called me. Yeah, and so I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm like, oh, physical therapy. That sounds amazing. And I remembered how my experience was. And so I found a school and signed up to go to physical therapist assistant school. So I was 27 at the time. And I didn't want to go to school for a length of time to be an actual physical therapist. Mm-hmm. So I found a PTA program, signed up, never looked back and um, just fell in love with it and got into it. And my favorite part about it all was teaching people about their bodies, educating. Mm-hmm. I originally wanted to go to college to be a teacher didn't work out. And so this was another way for me to reach to people. So, um, I, I knew that the first five years of my career, you're a sponge, you learn as much as you can from everybody else who knows everything and who's been going to school for a long time. And so it was a struggle for me as a woman and as a physical therapist assistant to be respected by male physical therapists specifically, Mm -hmm. um, and, and clients too, that just that first part. So I really had to work hard to gain people's, um, trust, And that is key to helping somebody is educating them and letting them know, Hey, you can trust me and I'm going to help you. Mm -hmm. Um, so then 13 years into my career, um, I, well, well, 13 years was total in the clinic. Um, but after about eight years, I started realizing that women specifically needed 
help and they weren't getting any information from their doctors. Mm -hmm. Um, We're coming into PT years after um, having babies and having all this back pain. Um, Were you kind of seeing the same things over and over and over again in women? Yeah. Yes. So back pain, uh, hip pain, knee pain, Mm -hmm. um, just instability and the SI joints, which is the sacroiliac joint connects the sacrum and the, the pelvis bones and our nerves from, um, so our spinal cord comes down and it splits and it goes through that junction to innervate into the muscles into our legs. Mm-hmm. And that's where a lot of people get sciatic pain because mm-hmm. the instability in the SI joint can impinge on that nerve. And that gives you that pain down your leg. The pain is your first, uh, warning that there's a problem. We mm-hmm. don't address it. It then becomes numb and that's really mm-hmm. bad. That means full compression on that nerve those muscles are not getting the information from the brain uh, through that nerve connection. So I really loved working with women and helping them understand their bodies and what they went through. And I noticed their unique situation, right. Compared to men. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, we all know when we, uh, all of us who've had kids, we know the trauma our body goes through, but I don't think we really fully understand it. Yeah. uh, Because it's not explained to us. Well, the first time you told me that you explained it as trauma and I had never thought of it that way, but that is exactly what it is. The trauma of carrying a child and then the trauma of birthing a child. And if we think about trauma, normally, if we were in a car accident and experienced trauma, we would go get help for that trauma. But for some reason in childbirth, we experience trauma and no one helps us and we yeah. don't even know that we need it. Yeah, exactly. Cause especially after we have those babies, we're taking care of them and we get further and further and further down that ladder of mm-hmm. uh, need. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we get pregnant, there is a hormone that get, gets released into the bloodstream. It's called relaxin. Mm-hmm. Um, it peaks at in the first trimester within 14 weeks and then um, at delivery. So, um, what relaxin does is it allows those ligaments to stretch and allow for the expansion of our pelvis, um, and to allow that baby to grow in there. Um, the only thing is that with ligaments, we don't have a blood supply to those ligaments. So once they're stretched, that's kind of it. However, there is a small period of time that relaxin stays in our body that can help those ligaments to contract like after you give birth. Yes. So it stays in the body up to five months postpartum. Okay. And it can be beneficial to help improve our muscle tone and that ligament integrity. Um, but we, we don't know. Okay. um, So ideally you're taking advantage of that five month window to put Humpty Dumpty back together again. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. But there's certain exercises that you do specifically to kind of had that work with that relaxin to get the the ligaments and the muscles back to where they were prior to pregnancy. Mm -hmm. Okay. I can hear the women listening like crap. No one (laughs) told me this. (laughs) Uh, Exactly. No one told me this. Why did no one tell me this, that I needed to not just figure out how to be a mom, but I need to take care of my body during this time. I was not at all. How does yeah. the, how does that work, um, as a C-section mom, which I know you are too, yes. how does that work in C-section recovery as well? The same, same, it's the same. Um, however, with C-sections, you know, because those muscles are cut, you've got that nerve severed. 
nerves, once they're severed, they do not grow back to each other and reconnect. They branch off to the side, mm-hmm. to the next nearest nerve, which we have nerves everywhere. Mm-hmm. So they'll reconnect there. So we'll have like spots where we'll have numbness and that's yeah. going to be forever. Yeah, I do. For um, sure. So because of that numbness, that muscle, again, it's not getting that communication from the brain. And so we'll have some weakness that we can't avoid. Mm-hmm. So ideally there's a five month window after uh, postpartum where uh-huh. you are doing specific exercises, working with the relaxant in your body. Yes. To what, like close things back up, tighten things back up. What's it doing? Yep. yep, exactly. So we've expanded. And then when we strengthen those muscles and, um, which then kind of pulls those ligaments closer together. Mm-hmm. Right? So it contracts those ligaments, gives that support back to the pelvis. That's the main issue with women because mm-hmm. uh, we have what's called a QL angle from the hip to the knee. Ours are wider than men so that mm-hmm. we can bear children. Mm-hmm. Uh, so strengthening those muscles, tightens everything up, um, brings everything, cinches it in like a belt that's around your hip. So think about that way. You're just, you're squeezing mm-hmm. that belt and it's pulling those pelvis bones back closer together for that support. Okay. I know it's hard to talk about like what an exercise looks like on a podcast, but if they, if someone was like, Ooh, I'm about to give birth. I want to know what these things are. Where might they find what those exercises are? Um, there is a plethora of information out there from physical therapists, Mm -hmm. um, that do their own websites or podcasts or whatever. And a lot of it comes down to, the muscles that surround the pelvis. So you have your glute muscles, you have the gluteus medius muscle, which is along the side Mm -hmm. of our hips. Mm -hmm. That is crucial to balance helps us walk. Um, so if we strengthen those up, that kind of helps to cinch in and compress those um, SI joints to bring it in. So for instance, you can do clams, um, Mm -hmm. anything, bringing your leg out to the side, which is called abduction. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, raising the hip up is called a hip hike. So that hiking that hip up, just basically what it says mm-hmm. and, uh, doing those kinds of things help with that. Also pelvic floor strengthening. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do that internally or externally, um, internally, a lot of people know it as a Kegel, um, but you can, um, further engage it by, you know, squeezing so that you feel like, okay, I'm, I'm trying not to go to the bathroom, but also squeezing the glutes. And then the core is if you're trying to sit up. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of deep, deep muscle strengthening. Um, but again, if you wanted to um, get very specific, there are physical therapists that train for women's health specifically, okay. and they do that internal and external strengthening. So that okay. would be somewhere somebody would want to go. So I would just say to, if you are out there listening and you know, someone who is still uh, of the age who is having babies or going to have babies, send them this podcast so that they can understand that truly treating yourself, uh, with physical therapy after pregnancy, directly after pregnancy is going to benefit you literally for the rest of your life. (laughs) Like if only we would have known that. Yeah. Unfortunately, the way our medical system works though, they only want to see you if you're having a problem. If you have a problem. Yeah. Uh-huh. They're not looking at preventative. They're looking at, mm-hmm. oh, you're having back pain. You're having hip pain. Okay. Let's send mm-hmm. you to physical therapy. That's and after you have a baby, that. it's like, well, of course you have a problem. You just had Absolutely. a baby. Like it's not, Absolutely. they, you know, it's so frustrating. 
Yes, yes. So, you know, you might have to tweak it a little bit and lie and say, yeah, I'm having a lot of back pain. <laughs> and they'll <laughs> say, work oh, on that coverage. <laughs> We've all done it. Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes you got to do a little white lie to get yourself. Uh-huh. That's why you got to find a good doctor who will be like, who will help you out with that too. Yes, exactly. Because then with our system of our medical system, you have to be referred to physical therapy by your doctor. Mm-hmm. So talk to your um, gynecologist um, uh, or your OB and mm-hmm. ask them, say, hey, I would like to go to physical therapy, but I w- would like to go for one, somebody who specializes in women's health. Yeah. If they okay. don't know that, then you can just call the clinics and ask. Um, I'm sure you can search it online too. Okay. That's great advice. So what if we are someone who missed the five month relaxing window? Yeah, uh, I'm right then? there with you. <laughs> <laughs> Which is most of us listening. What then? Yes. Yes, it is possible. So, actually, let me change that question. If we missed that five month, that five month window, and we are now, let's say in our forties and experiencing problems, is it related in yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Of course, other things as well, depending sure, on your- lots of things could have happened, but you know, if you were in sports, car accidents, whatever, but most times it's, uh, I found that it, it's centered on that, um, the birthing and being mm-hmm. pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, it is possible. I've treated myself. Um, I've had issues with my sciatic, my son, I had it throughout my pregnancy after my daughter or with my daughter it was fine. And then afterwards it kicked in. And, um, as long as I do the exercises, I don't have problems. Mm-hmm. So, um, and you do them all the time. Like that's a consistent thing for you. Um, no, not all the time. Once okay. you have built a foundation and everything's feeling good, it's something to use as a tool that like down the road, like, Oh, okay. I've not been very active. I'm starting to have those pains again. I need to do those exercises and okay. then it brings you back. Okay. And that's, I know what we are working on with me as well is a lot of those same exercises, a lot of those same spots that weren't rebuilt very well for me personally, yes. <laughs> but for all of us, we're all having the same problem. Okay. So I think that's such an important point because I feel like women, when we get into our like mid to late thirties, forties, fifties, beyond, we start to have this feeling of our body of like, we're broken, mm-hmm. we're broken and we can't be fixed and it'll never be okay again. And I, I just, I really like the, the kind of mindset reframe of Yes, you are a little bit broken, but it's not your fault and it can be fixed. Yes. It's not because there's something wrong with you. It's just because you had a birth experience, no matter what that looked like, and your body needs help to fix that. Yeah. And majority of us, we go into that mindset of, you know, we don't take care of ourselves and we're mm-hmm. taking care of our children Relax. and the next child comes and then the next child comes and it's just a trickle effect. But, mm-hmm. you know, I've helped women that have had four children and years later, they're like, I'm having all these problems. I give them their exercises and they're like, oh my gosh, I feel so much better. So our muscles always continue to strengthen till the day we die. We can always strengthen our muscles. And you're, when you're talking about like feeling broken, it's because our foundation is weak Mm -hmm. and that pelvic floor is what is crucial to strengthen, to have good pelvic, lower back, hip and knee uh, stability and strength. Um, it's our foundation that we need to build upon. Mm -hmm. So, and it can always Mm -hmm. be built upon. 
I love that. Um, that's such an important point because that's what we talk about, right. In nutrition and mindset and, and getting to health. We always talk about building the foundation for us. It's sleep and movement and water and stress management. I'd throw in there that you have to have the foundation. But I think when it comes to our physical body and our physical ability, we don't think of the foundation. We think of like, well, I just should go, you know, run three miles. I got to get my cardio in. I got to go lift some weights. And we bypass the foundational point. I, for sure, that is hundred percent me. (laughs) I bypass the foundational piece. Mm -hmm. And so just like we do in healthy mind, healthy body, when it comes to our physical body, we've got to go back to basics. We've got to go back to foundation. Yes, absolutely. And it's because women are meant to multitask and take on so much we think like, okay, more is better. And mm-hmm. I just jump ahead and just, yeah, like you mm-hmm. said, go for that run. I used to run before when I was in my twenties and I lost yeah. weight. I felt great. What's I do it now? Yeah. What are you supposed to do, right? <laughs> yeah. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> and I always tell people that let's build that foundation. You will get back to those things, but let's build that foundation first so that way you don't have any injuries. Mm-hmm. Cause you're going to exacerbate what's already occurring. Mm-hmm. If you don't build from that foundation, which is the back, the pelvis, the hips. It's hard. I say a lot, you have to slow down to speed up. Yes. True. And here's my, here's my problem. I know that mentally, and I have accepted that for food, for mindset, for health in general, but for some reason, my body, that's a hard thing for me to you know, I fight it all the time. The idea of having to slow down to speed up. So for me, that's the final frontier. It's like, accept that for your physical performance. And again, we're not talking about how your body looks. We're talking about how your body performs. Yes. And yes, it's hard to accept. It's hard to grab onto. It's hard to live out, slow down so you can speed up, but it really is key. Like you really do have to. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I saw it, it happens at the young age all the way up, you know, to Mm -hmm. when we get into the geriatric ages and women are still pushing through the pain and, oh, I got to do this and that. And, and you don't, you will get there. It's going to take a little bit longer and you have to have patience and human beings don't have patience for life. Mm -hmm. We want everything right now. Uh (laughs) It started with our generation, unfortunately. (laughs) And I think just talking about it, listening to this and knowing that it's okay, it's okay that you're going to have some setbacks too. You're going to, you know, ha- have a couple steps back, but as long as you maintain the course, you'll never get back to that ground zero again. You're never going to go completely back. Mm-hmm. You're always going to have something that you built upon and then just have patience and time. It will get there. And the older we get, the longer it's going to take, mm-hmm. um, which requires more patience, but yeah. you will get there, but you have to want it. You have to want it. And that pain will go away. Oh, I know there's a lot of women out there, me being one of them who wants so badly to believe that the pain will go away, but there's always like this nagging feeling of like, it's just not, it's just not going to when you're in it, Uh when you're in. Yeah. It's so helpful for me to talk to you because you do give us a little bit more confidence and belief that yes, this is something that you can conquer too. It doesn't have to be like this. Yes. And I've seen it over and over. Like I said, 13 years in the clinic, I saw it over and over and over again. And, you know, I had women that were so 
strong and they would get their knee replacement and they were used to like boom, 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 running all over the place. And those first couple of weeks, it just tears them down. They're not sleeping and they come in so emotional and just drained. And mm-hmm. I tell them, wait till that 30 days, wait till that 30 days, you will then, the pain will relax, you'll be able to sleep, you get comfortable in bed and it happens. So, and our body, human beings, they're consistent and um, personalities kind of tell you what road that person is going to need to take. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of it is just for us moms. It's just have patience. It'll get there. Yeah. It'll come. What are the things that you see most often that you would say are long-term effects of pregnancy? Uh, back pain. Um, anywhere or specific places most uh, often lower back it just depends on the person mm-hmm. um women who are still having children and they're breastfeeding a lot of upper back pain mm-hmm. um then once that's done then they're having neck pain and lower back pain mm-hmm. um it's due to the curvature of the spine when we're breastfeeding we're hunched over everything mm-hmm. is very forward mm-hmm. increasing those curvatures um and decreasing curvatures um throwing everything off so And then as time goes on, they're now lifting the child and they're carrying it on one hip. Then we're going to have some hip pain. We're going to have one-sided strengthening. Uh, The other side is weak. So then it turns into balance. Our body's getting out of balance. And so Mm -hmm. when I would treat people, it's all about putting that body back in balance. What side's weak? What side's strong? Let's focus on that weak side. Um, So long-term, if you're maybe like in your fifties or sixties, then you're having hip deterioration with those women are getting hip replacements. Um, they're having knee pain because of that imbalance and it was never corrected. Uh-huh. So it just depends on what, where you are in your life cycle. Mm-hmm. But that's, I, I feel like I've seen that pattern <laughs> repeated <laughs> yes. millions of times in women. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Everybody it, can relate to that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. And we don't think about, we're like, well, I need to be able to use my right hand and hold this child on my left hip. So that's usually a consistent thing. Whatever dominant hand you are, your baby's on the other side mm-hmm. or, you know, they have those carriers, but sometimes, you know, the baby doesn't want to be in it and caring is just the way to go. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Any tips that you would give women who are there, they're listening and they're like, oh my gosh, this is me. This is totally me. Where would you tell them to start? Uh, You want to go to your doctor first, because in order to get to physical therapy, you need to be referred by your uh, physician. So start there. Start with a female doctor. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't recommend a male doctor because they don't understand. They didn't go through it. You know, they know objectively what you're going through, but they can't truly understand. So I would recommend a female and then ask, Hey, I, I want to go to physical therapy, but I want to see somebody who deals with women's health specifically, Mm -hmm. able to help you with that. Um, but like I said earlier, you can also find them online. Just type in physical therapy, women's health. I don't know what credentials would list to show you that it's for women's health, but they should make it pretty clear on the website. Uh That that's uh, like a specialty of theirs. Yes. Yes. Is there special training that, that they get, or is it just sort of experience working with women who have the same problems over and over and over again? It's a certification. It's a certification. It is. So, okay. Yes. So physical therapists there, they are doctorates. Um, so they go leave their schooling is seven years long. And once you get out of there, then you can specialize in different areas. And then those are certifications. So they will be a certified, um, women's health. Okay. Physical women's therapist. Health. okay. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I didn't even know that existed. Oh, great. I've <laughs> always gone for like the sports physical mm-hmm. therapy. 
situation, yes. right? Yes. Um, because that's what I want to do. I want to work out yes. again. So I go to the sports physical therapy person. Yeah. Not understanding that the underlying problem was the women's stuff. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. I was exacerbating it in lots of ways by doing the sports I was doing, but the, the women's stuff was the, the root cause. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's some women that need internal strengthening. So they have tools that they can use to work on the internal pelvic floor muscles, um, mm-hmm. which can be uncomfortable for some women. But I think after we've had so many kids, it's like, yeah, whatever, you know, uh-huh. everyone's <laughs> seen everything everywhere. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> yes. When you're when you're pregnant, that's like public property down there. <laughs> exactly. Well, Everyone have more. a look. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but there's a lot of women that don't know that as well. They don't understand. They're like, oh, that exists as well. It's like, no, it's it's not always just on the outside. It's the internal, and they have yeah. tools that they can give for um, electrical stimulation to mm-hmm. wake those muscles up. Because um, sometimes externally we can't get to them. Mm-hmm. So they have that as well. Yeah. Um, you just reminded me too, of another conversation that we've had that was kind of a mind shift for me. And that was the idea of strengthening versus stretching, because mm. whenever we're feeling pain, our first inclination is to stretch it. Yes. And that's not usually the correct thing to do. No, no. Tell so us more. I, yeah, I do uh, say that a tight muscle is a weak muscle. Um, when our muscles are tight, when they're weak, they will tighten up so they can still perform their function. Um, so if we stretch, it gives us that temporary relief of like, oh, okay, that feels so much better. However, we're just further weakening that muscle by lengthening it when it doesn't have the strength to be in that lengthened position. Mm-hmm. It wants to go back into that shortened position. So when we strengthen the muscle, it gains flexibility. So I've actually been experiencing this myself. I've been dealing with an issue that I'm resolving and I've been mainly just focusing on strengthening and getting my balance correct, um, in my legs and the tightness feeling is going away. Mm-hmm. So when we feel tight, we could overstretch. And so if you're pregnant, do not stretch and stretch. Don't be like, Oh, I need to go to yoga. Um, I just need to stretch everything out. You're already stretched. You need mm-hmm. to shorten, you need to strengthen. So you should go immediately to glute strengthening, um, hip flexor strengthening, hamstring strengthening, core strengthening. You can still do core strengthening while you're pregnant. It's not going to hurt you or the baby. It's going to actually help you in the long term, um, help mm-hmm. you get back faster. So if mm-hmm. we can strengthen during our pregnancy, we'll bounce back quicker at the end because we got that relaxing going through our body. Mm-hmm. Again, yeah, totally opposite, right? There's probably women in their fifties and sixties listening to this right now. And they're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. That is the opposite of what they told me to do when I was pregnant. Yeah. They told yes. me to like, take it easy and don't do anything and gentle this and gentle yep. that. And then yep. now you see women like deadlifting and doing all this stuff while they're pregnant. And you're like, wait a second. Yeah. I could have been strong because I, you just, I intuitively, I think we all know strong going in strong coming out. Yes. And that's not what they told us yeah. <laughs> back yeah, then. The doctors aren't. I was told my first pregnancy, my doctor said, don't do anything. She didn't yeah. want me. Um, I was told many times, like, don't go on the elliptical, don't go on the treadmill. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be off. You know, she didn't want me to do anything. And that was to my detriment. And mm-hmm. um, which is why I had a lot of back pain and I did not bounce back at the end or afterwards um, with my daughter. I knew better. So I was more active and I had a better pregnancy. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. If you write a book, I want it to be about this. <laughs> you <laughs> all got the it. Things, I'll just make a list. All the things Tara wishes she knew. Ah, I love it. That's so helpful for me. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I'll look forward to that Good. <laughs> I, for me. I have to fix all the broken stuff, but Sarah's going to help you keep it from getting broken in the first yeah. place. Oh, that's so good. And that was such a shift for me to hear that because that is my first reaction. Oh, it hurts. Stretch it out. Oh, it hurts. Stretch it out. But not understanding like, oh, it hurts. It's because you're weak. You got to yes. strengthen that specific spot. So then my first thought is like the big movers, right? Go do some squats, go do some, yes. nope, that's not the thing nope. you need to strengthen. You need to strengthen the little guys that are doing yes. all the holding you together. Yes, absolutely. And the one thing that sticks out in my mind is the shoulder, the rotator cuff muscles, they're, they're, they're big, but they're small compared to all the other ones. They're just the most to assist the humerus from moving. That's how it is everywhere else. Every joint, we have small muscles, the piriformis muscle that is in the back that in our glutes behind our glutes and the very bottom, mm-hmm. and they get tight and they get overworked, um, because the glutes are weak. And so those small stabilizing muscles are so important to keep strong mm-hmm. and then go strengthen the big ones. Mm-hmm. Always start with your foundation, strengthen that first, and then go into the bigger muscle groups. Cause then you'll mm-hmm. be working them isolating. Yeah. Turning them on as they say, right. Yep. Is that what yep. you're kind of doing? Yep. Oh, exactly. You're just such a wealth of knowledge, Sarah. I'm just so appreciative of you. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. <laughs> if someone wants to, so Sarah is local to me. Um, up here in the Northwest, but if you are listening somewhere else, how could someone get a hold of you? What should they do? You know, when this is posted, I'll have an email that you can email me. And if you have any questions or we could do a consult, um, it, it, you know, that, a lot of times we just need to talk about it. We need to have somebody who has mm-hmm. the answers and we don't want to have to make an appointment, pay a copay, you know, and something yeah. like that, like little consult. And then if there's a true issue that I can help with, then we can discuss how we can, how I can further help. I love it. So I will link Sarah's email in the show notes. Um, so you can grab it there, or you can always just contact me and I can forward you information as well. Sarah, any last thoughts, anything that we didn't talk about that you want to make sure we get in before we sign off? Foundation, foundation, foundation. (laughs) (laughs) That is the key. Uh Foundation. If you have a problem, don't let it go and go, Oh, it'll just get better. I promise you it won't. Mm -hmm. It won't. Um, Attack it while it's fresh and it's just now happening. It's your body's way of saying, hey, there's a problem. You never want to get to numbness. You always want to have that pain because that's telling you things are still alive. Things Mm -hmm. are still working. Um, And um, don't let it go and get into the doctor and get in to see a physical therapist because they're going to have the time to sit and listen and figure out the the cause to your problem Mm -hmm. to get to that root cause. So you can work on the foundation, foundation, foundation. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Perfect. Awesome. Thank you so much. There's a lot more. I think we could talk about. Oh (laughs) yes. And I'm excited. I love talking about this. It's a passion of mine. So thank you for having me. much for being here. If you found value in today's episode, will you do me a favor and head over to iTunes, find the No Nonsense Wellness Podcast and subscribe and leave me a review. It would mean the world to me and it helps other people find the show. And I'd love to connect with you more. So find me on Instagram. I'm at Tara Fallman, T-A-R-A-F-A-U-L-M-A-N-N. 
Take a screenshot of this episode and share it in your stories and tag me. I'll see you over there.